الحمد لله الغفور الحميد ذو الأرش المجيد يهدي بهداه من يريد ويذل من أعرض عن نهجه السديد بين للناس طريق الهدى وحذرهم من دغور الغداء ووعد من أطاء ووعد من اعتدى ولا يزلم ربك أحدا ثم الصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على من بأثه الله ذا للآلمين سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى مدين وبعد فالسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Afterwards, inshallah, we are going to proceed with our discussion about the explanation of Sunnah from the book of Imam al-Birbahari, popularly known as Shirah al-Sunnah al-Birbahari. If you can recall, in our previous session, we were discussing about one of the misery, or we have discussed about one of the evil statement of Bukhar bin Uqt Abdul Wahid whom he claimed that the infants the babies or the newborn they are not able to feel the pain they are not having irritability so as for today even the science can refute that particular individual so his statement was uh, a kind of evil statement and the ulama they refuted him on that because Bukhar ibn Uqt Abdul Wahid ibn Ziyad was among the, the people that were known with the theology of Khuruj he was that is uh, attributed to Khawarij and some of the Mu'arikin even they were saying that he was having the theology of Tashayyu in this uh, claim that uh, he said that the, the infants are not experiencing irritability or response to the, they cannot res- response, uh, respond to irritability uh, some of the Mu'arikin they trace that back to one of his students by the name uh, if I could remember Abdullah ibn Isa Abdullah ibn Isa was a student to Bukhar ibn Uqt Abdul Wahid ibn Ziyad so what some of the ulama they said no the concept was back to his teacher that is Bukhar ibn Abdul Wahid he was the one that claimed this kind of uh, statement he, he has that kind of view so it's a kind of evil view because they were saying that what the people that are suffering with psychosis like a mad individual a mad person someone that is suffering with neurodegenerative disease and uh, the, that is the children the young children they are not able to respond to stimuli or a kind of uh, that is pain so it's a kind of evil idea even the science can refute them and also the sunnah of the Rasulullah refuted them so وَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا يَدُكُلْ الْجَنَّةَ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا بِرَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ You should know that nobody would be able to go to the heaven. Nobody, nobody will attend salvation. Nobody will enter Jannah. Nobody will enter paradise unless by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unless by the mercy of the Almighty. وَلَا يُؤَذِّبُ اللَّهُ أَحْدًا إِلَّا بِذُنُوبِهِ 
and God shall not punish anybody unless due to his sin, due to the sin of that particular human. So if you, your evil action, your sin, supersede your good deeds, definitely the Almighty can punish you. Based on the sin of that particular person, based on the level of his sin. If the Almighty Allah will punish the creatures in the heaven and those that are in the planets, the good among them and the evil ones among them, he will punish, he can, he can punish them and he will not be considered as an oppressor. Without oppressing them, he has the right to punish whoever he wills. To punish whomever he wills. لا يجوز أن يقال لله تبارك وتعالى إنه ظالم. It is not lawful to say about the Almighty, the Most High, that you that that the Almighty is oppressor. What you have He is not an oppressor. وإنما يظلم من يأخذ ما ليس له. Because a person that would be termed Oh, that is the that is the the being, someone that uh, that is to be termed, someone that has to be termed as an oppressor, is the person that will take, that will seize that which does not belong to him. So if you take something that is not belongs to you, that is not from your ownership, then you can be considered as an oppressor. If you loot someone's property or someone's wealth. For example, or you terminate someone's soul, you would be considered as zalim. But as for the Almighty, everything belongs to Him. Allahu Jalla Sana'u. As for Allah, Sabrin is His Majesty. That is exaltedness. Belongs to Him the creation. And also the martyrs. All the martyrs. And the creation also belongs to Allah. He is the one that created the creatures. He created the humans and all the creatures. So the, the, that is the, the supreme being that created everything. He has the right to de determine, to, de to decide the destination or the fate of those creatures. Not the creatures to, to, that is to define or to de decide their fate or their destiny. But they are created. The home is his home. He is not to be asked on how he will deal with his creatures. He is not to be asked on how he will do to the creatures. You cannot say. Lima, why or how? You cannot say why or how to Almighty. Nobody will intermediate between the Almighty and His creators. So this is one of the basic aspects of the Sunnah which we are going to discuss right now. So previously we were discussing about the fate and the destiny of the humans. And the jinn kind. 
in all other creators. The one who initiated the creation, who initiated the nature, who originated the humans, is the one to decide the path of humans, is the one to decide the destiny of humans. So if you believe in this concept, definitely you are right. Because if you go back to the Genesis, the human exists and he, he don't have the power to create another human unless afterwards the Almighty decide to in fact that is to support the human with knowledge. So and the Almighty did not leave the humans to live in the world like that, just like animals. But he sent to them the messengers. But, but he sent them messengers. He sent them messengers, one after the other, up to the last and the final messenger, Prophet, Prophet Muhammad peace and mercy of Allah be upon him. So the Almighty is responsible to decide the path of humans. وَإِذَا سَمِعْتَ الرَّجُ لَيَطْعَنُ عَلَى الْأَسَارِ When you listen to someone, he criticizes the ahadith. He is criticizing the sunnah of the Rasul وَلَا يَقُبَلُهَا And he is not accepting the ahadith as an evidence. أَوْ يُنْكِرُ شَيْئًا مِّنْ أَخْبَارِ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ he is negating, he is disapproving anything from the hadith of the Rasulullah Wasallam. You can accuse this person, you can accuse him about the quality of his Islam, the quality of his religion. Because there would be, there would be no any kind of way for someone that call himself as a Muslim or as a believer to reject anything that comes from the messenger. So if he reject the creed of the Rasul, the traditions of the Rasul, so definitely you can put a question mark on that particular person. A competent Muslim, a competent believer cannot reject the revelation. And that's why you are not to differentiate between the Quran and the Hadith in terms of rulings, in terms of implementing the rulings. But the Hadith and the Quran are from the revelation. The Almighty mentioned that the Prophet never speak based on his own personal desires, based on his view, no. He is none but a person that is receiving revelation. So likewise, we reveal to you the Quran for you to explain to the people that which was revealed to them. Whoever obeys the messenger, indeed he is, he, he is obeying the most merciful. Do not move your tongue in order to enhance with the Quran, to enhance the revelation. 
responsible to confide it and we are the one to recite it to, that is to reveal you with the recitation then it is responsible and ask unto us to interpret the revelation also so the interpretation of the revelation are the hadith so anything that is authentic from the isnad which is termed as a hadith you are to accept it with an open mind so if a person if a person decide to reject the hadith of the Rasul then you can put question mark on his identity how because he will not be you will not be a complete believer a kind of certified believer unless you accept that which come from the messenger from the prophets not even the final messenger all of the prophets since from Adam down to Nuh alayhi salam Noah down to Ibrahim Abraham down to Musa that is Moses down to Isa and down to the final messengers that is the final among the messengers that is the final of the messengers Prophet Muhammad peace and mercy of Allah be upon him فَإِنَّهُ رَجُلٌ رَضِيعٌ فَإِنَّهُ رَجُلٌ رَضِيعٌ الْقَوْلُ Whoever reject the sunnah of the Rasul is a person that is not having a balanced statement he is having a filthy statement when mazhab he is having a filthy pathway whatsoever way he emphasizes that he is following even if he claim to be following the sunnah how can even person claim to follow the sunnah without taking from the from the tradition of the Rasul from the teachings of the Rasul you will see abadan never he would be he would be considered as a person of Sunnah. In case he may even criticize the Rasul and his companions, the because we know the Almighty, we know the Messenger, peace and mercy of Allah be upon him, and we know the Quran itself. And also we know that which is good and that which is evil. And also we understand the reality of this world. We understand our affairs, our matters in the world. And we understand the affairs of the Akhirah, the affairs of the hereafter. Bil-athar, to the ahadith of the Rasul So anything that is a valid knowledge, you would see it will never contradict the authentic creed of the Rasul Even the Quran, you will never know the value of the Quran unless you go through the ahadith. From the ahadith, you would get to realize the Rasul said, Zayyinu al-Qur'ana bi aswatikum. Beautify the recitation of the Quran by your tongue, with your tongue. Verily, a good voice, a good way of recitation increases the beauty of the Quran. 
Khaykukum man ta'allam al-Qur'ana wa'allamahu Rasulullah s.a.w. said Khaykukum the best of you The best among you is the one who studied the Qur'an And he taught others So all this kind of hadith You will get it through the athar through That is the traditions of the Rasulullah s.a.w. The creed, the hadith You will know the reality of the dunya The reality of the akhirah You will know the messenger You will know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the ahadith of the Rasulullah alayhi wa sallam. فَإِنَّ الْقُرْآنَ إِلَى السُنَّةِ أَحْوَجْ مِنَ السُنَّةِ إِلَى الْقُرْآنِ Because the Qur'an itself, it requires Qur'an more than the way the ahadith requires the Qur'an. Because the interpretation, the interpretation never requires the contextual aspect of the result as how the text is, requ is requiring the interpretation. Let me give a particular example. Suppose you are issued with a clinical text and you undergo the, the clinical procedure and the physician or that is the technical official uh, concluded up to the result stage of the, uh, that, is that particular procedure. So when the result is issued, what is the most basic important factor? That is the interpretation of the result. Because it's not everyone that will be able to know the interpretation just by studying through the result. Unless when it comes with interpretation. So that's how the Quran is. The interpretation of the Quran are the hadith of the Rasulullah That's why you would see all the books that we are having the six basic authentic books of a hadith. You will see majority of the hadith are just interpretation of the ayat. If you go back to Sahih al-Bukhari, you will see Imam al-Bukhari, he would establish a topic or a chapter with the title from an ayah of the Quran. And below would be the hadith that give the interpretation of the ayah that he mentioned as a title. So that's how it is. So what Imam al-Bukhari is mentioning that the Qur'an requires the Sunnah more than the way the Sunnah requires the Qur'an. وَالْكَلَامُ وَالْجَدْلُ وَالْقُصُومَةِ فِي الْقَدْرِ خَاسَةً مَنْحِيٌّ مَنْحِيٌّ أَنْهِ وَالْكَلَامُ وَالْكَلَامُ وَالْجِدَالُ وَالْقُصُومَةِ فِي الْقَدْرِ خَاسَةً مَنْحِيٌّ أَنْهُ إِنْدَ جَمِيءِ الْفِرَقِ لِأَنَّ الْقَدْرَ سِرْوَ اللَّهِ وَنَحَنْ غَبُّ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى الْأَنْبِيَاءَ أَنِ الْكَلَامُ فِي الْقَدْرِ وَالْكَلَامُ وَالْجَدْلِ Going into analogy using analogy using analogical parameters using philosophy or argument or quarreling or conflict that is debating in the matters of destiny. Specifically, this issue is being disapproved. It is being warned. You are warned not to debate, not to discuss, not to have a kind of dialogue that will lead to argument in terms of destiny, predestination. For ordainment, that is a for ordainment. That is what we call predestination. 
in the Jami'il Firaq, in all of the, the sects, in all of the denominations. Because the issue of destiny, predestination, is a secret that belongs to the Almighty. And the Lord, the Most High, has already won Al-Anbiya, the Prophet, and Al-Kalam of Al-Qadr, for them to discuss, to speak about, that is the issues in terms of predestination. And he warned the Messenger of Allah, peace and mercy of Allah be upon him, to talk about predestination. And the scholars also, they dislike argument, quarreling in terms of the Qadr. And the people of devotion, the devotees also, they warn against that. وَنَهَوْا عَنِ الْجِدَالِ فِي الْقَدْرِ They warn against argument, arguing about destiny. فَعَلَيْكَ بِالْتَسْلِيمِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ وَالْإِيمَانِ What is on you, what is on your behalf is for you to submit, to confirm it, to testify it, وَالْإِيمَانِ and also to believe in it. As far as the Almighty says that, like the hadith, the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Inna ahdakum yudma'u khalquhu fi batni ummi, arba'ina yawman nutufa, thumma yakuna alaqatan mislu thalik, thumma yakuna mudaratan mislu thalik, thumma yusalu ilayhi al-malak, fayunfaku fihi ruh, fayunfaku fihi ruh, wayu'maru bi arba'i kalmatin bi katibi rizqihi wa amalihi wa ajalih, wa shakeen au sa'idun. Fayinna ahdakum, فَإِنَّ أَحْدَكُمْ لَيَعْمَلُ بِأَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهَا إِلَّا زِرَاءٌ فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابُ وَيَعْمَلُ بِأَمَلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ فَيَدْخُلُهَا وَإِنَّ أَحْدَكُمْ لَيَعْمَلُ بِأَمَلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهَا إِلَّا زِرَاءٌ فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابُ فَيَعْمَلُ بِأَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَيَدْخُلُهَا So all these hadiths are talking about the issue of destiny the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud the one which mentioned that one of you can start to perform the, the, that is the action of the people of Jannah, similar to the action of the people of Paradise, until it remained between him and the Paradise just a single meter, one meter remained for him to get into Paradise, to attain salvation. But Kitabullah al-Kawni al-Qadabi would supersede him. That written of destiny, that was that uh, which which was written from the destiny, the writing that was already foreordained on that particular person would supersede him. And he would change, he would evolve, he would begin to commit the action of the people of the hell and he would enter into the hell and vice versa. That of Hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, which says that one of you in the womb of his mother would be implanted for 40 days in the condition of blastocyst. He would transform to the condition of 
that is our embryo and he will become a fetus within 40 40 40 up to that is a nine months if you calculate the days that is 40 40 40 Allah and 120 that is our uh, that is a 120 days if you calculate so you see almost equivalent to nine months or eight to nine months so often the time that an angel will be sent to that particular person and the lie would be that is uh, his uh, physiology would begin to work and by that particular instant his dest uh, destiny would, would be decided about his salvation about his path whether he would be successful or he would be unsuccessful he will not be successful in the life of the dunya Allah understand so these are issues related to destiny you are not to argue on that as far as the Almighty said uh, he said that just believe confirm and also testify to it وَأَتِقَادُ مَا قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَأَتِقَادُ مَا قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ مَا قَالَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي جُمْلَةِ الْأَشْيَاءِ وَتَسْكُتُ أَمَّا سِوَى ذَلِكَ and you have to establish your theology in whatsoever the messenger of Allah is a massive Allah be upon him said in all of the matters and you have to keep mute أَمَّا سِوَى ذَلِكَ in anything that is beside that so inshallah due to the time limitation we would go to the next point and we would have a kind of uh, stoppage due to the time limitation so al-iman bi anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam usriya bihi ila as-samai wa sara ila al-arshi wa kallamahu allah tabarak wa ta'ala wal-iman bi anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam believing that the messenger of allah is a messenger of allah be upon him usriya bihi ila as-samai he was shooted he was taken he was ascended to the heavens he moved up to the location of the throne of the almighty and the almighty spoke with him he spoke to him the most high he entered into the heaven and he discover he discovered the hell also he explored what is inside the hell he saw the angels and the prophets were displayed to him he met the messengers that came before him previously whereas and he saw the pillars of the throne and the, that is the exalted chair of the almighty that is kursi and all of the entities in the heaven and that which is in the other planet that is in the earth while being awakened while being awakened meaning he see that he has that is he saw that really 
أمله جبريل على البراق جبريل was the one that accompanied him he carried him on top al-biraq al-biraq is one of the uh, that is uh, one of the uh, animal one of the body which looks like uh, a kind of uh, like uh, a horse for example or some they term it as like a kind of special that is body that's the name of the uh, that is the travel medium the mode of the that is the mode of the journey al-biraq if you said al-biraq al-biraq is a name which was coined from al-barq that is lightning so the burden of the journey the name of that particular uh, mode of transportation that they used is al-biraq so we know if you are going to the planets or you want to shoot to the stars or to the moon you have to uh, use some of the mechanisms for example that go in a speedway like a rocket or something like that as how the astronauts for example or the space scientists used to shoot to the stars you see they, they are not using cars or airplane or anything something that has that is our most speed so the reason why the Rasulullah was not able to go that is uh, directly alone is because he was a messenger and a prophet and he has the features of human he, he is a human indeed as how he is a messenger as how the Rasulullah said for all Abdullah wa Rasul you should say that I'm a servant of Allah and his messenger Yes, indeed, he is human, but he is not uh, as how the other humans are. He was given the honor with uh, prophethood. So that's one of the issues related to his kind of uh, issues. So we are discussing about the journey. We know there is what we, wh what we call speed of light. So the speed of light is the highest speed as how we know. And we know the angels, the malaika. They were created from the light and all that, that is the light. So, and that's why he was traveled together with Angel Jibril. So the journey was a quick, fast journey because he was taken by an angel and with different mode of mechanism. Until when he shooted him to the planet to the heaven not planet to the heaven if we are talking about the sky we are talking uh, if we are talking about the heaven if we are talking about the planet these are different that is a uh, point these are different factors in terms of that is uh, islam that is a uh, mode of information and the salat become obligatory get obliged onto him in that particular night. The journey was done within a single night. And he returned back to the city of Mecca within that particular night. 
وذلك قبل الحجرة and that happened before the hijrah before he migrated to the city of Medina so due to the time limitation we would stop here in our next uh, discussion we would discuss much more on this uh, point uh, whatsoever we have discussed which is right or which was right we ask the almighty to reward us on that and whatsoever that interface within our discussion that uh, was a kind of uh, shortcoming we ask the almighty to uh, erase that from our deeds we ask the almighty to forgive us فَسُبْحَانَكَ وَبِحَمْدِكَ أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته